You're listening to Fantasy Frenemies, a fantasy football podcast. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect from all intellect and let the rhythm affect. Get it started. Get it started. Get it started. Let's 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 get it started. What is this party, people? It is week five of the NFL season, and this is the Fantasy Frenemies Podcast. What is that? It has been a hot second since you've heard from Brandon and I. We were both very busy last week. Brandon so was back. getting decked by a I was at a Cat 5 hurricane. No big deal. I, was, I don't think it was ever Cat 5. Was, it was two miles an hour away. That's not Cat 5. The The, the line is 157 <laughs> miles per hour, and the peak winds were 155. Oh, sounds like it was just a, 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 a wicked cat four, man. Anyways, as Brian and Blaze alluded to last weekend, so Brandon was in an actual hurricane, and my apartment looked like a hurricane and hit it as I was trying to pack up all of my stuff. Um, my current apartment still does look like a hurricane hit it because uh, I just got a new TV, and so that packaging is all over my living room. And also, I haven't done dishes in like two days because I've been too busy doing everything else. And there's three feet of water on the floor. What the fuck? That's what it lo- that was what it would look like if it was an actual hurricane, you know? Alrighty, so Try we're gonna... 15 feet. <laughs> we're just gonna ignore Brian here. Anyways, glad to be back. Um, recording from my new apartment for the first from time. From the new so studio. Yes, yes, the new studio. I'm in my own very, my very own office, so that's kind of exciting. Um, but anyways, let's get into it. So... I'm, I'm very cheery right now, which I'm actually not. This is just a facade. Uh, but the Browns are fucking terrible at football. And I really don't know what else to say other than that. So I'm just going to hand it off to, to you, Brandon. Like, let me know about the Browns here. It was a bad day. It was a sad day. Let me. It was another game the Browns should have won. Even though they were tied 10-10 at halftime, I never really thought they were going to lose that game until – the Falcons drive where they had 10 straight runs and scored a touchdown. They, they didn't throw on the whole drive. It was it was just another Browns game, the way it has been the last couple of years, where we just blow a fourth-quarter lead. And I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know why. We are – I sent Trevor the statistic earlier today. Under um, Coach Woods, the Browns are a top-10 defense in the first three quarters and a bottom-five defense in the fourth quarter. Like, I don't understand why there's such a disparity. Like, that's insane. And that it keeps causing them games. Especially with with Percet, because although he has been playing very well, he's very average. He is a backup quarterback. And given how they run the ball, and there's not a ton of explosive pass plays, and they and they take out the clock, they don't have much room for error. And against the Falcons, that showed they didn't have much room for error. They needed to execute in the red zone to win that game, or they needed to be able to stop the run, and they didn't either. So you lose a close game. Yeah, 
it was it was a rough one to watch. Um, one thing I do want to point out before I go any further, um, I don't think Trevor mentioned this at all, but Blaze is not here for the first section of this <laughs> oh, podcast. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Blaze is he'll, he'll this be is here. the That's second time we've here. done this, by the way, that we just haven't acknowledged someone is not here. <laughs> it was Blaze both times. Um, yeah, it's in Blaze. Blaze, Blaze is dealing with his own situation. Uh, on, in the bathroom. <laughs> on the poop he's deck. Making a, he's making a hurricane in the bathroom. There's a lot of hurricanes De- going on. DEF CON 5. Yeah, yeah. Cat Cat 5 <laughs> hurricane in, in Blaze's toilet. Uh, anyway, yeah, this, this Browns game was, was uh, a challenge to watch in the second half. The first half, I thought we played very well. Well enough to be, you know, positioned to win the game. And our run defense just got smoked in the second half. Obviously, no Miles Garrett, no Clowney, no Taven Bryan, no Anthony Walker up front. That's going to be a challenge when, you know, your defense is kind of led by some of those players. And and those are some of your best players on the defensive side of the football. Um, but I, honestly, we should not have been in a position to lose by three because we could have scored two touchdowns in the red zone because we had first to goal at the one and the two yard line respectively and did not get touchdowns out of those drives. Um, when you have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, the best offensive line in football, you should be able to score a touchdown from the one yard line at first and goal. It, you should not have stupid penalties try and like I get maybe the play action roll out, but like if it's not there, Jacoby, just throw it into the ground at the receiver's feet. Don't try and like roll out to the pocket because you're either going to not do well or get a hold, which happened. I mean, he's not, I don't think he's talented enough to be able to make the play like a Mahomes did on Sunday night football and roll out of the pocket, like do some fucking crazy spin move. But again, it's just poor execution. And, you know, we very easily could have won both games in the first four weeks that we have lost and be 4-0 and in a prime position to fight for a playoff spot. At 2-2 two two in four very winnable games and games that we should have won, It's not. I don't think it's looking very good for our, our promises for this season, especially as the, as the schedule gets tougher now. Yeah, I mean, we face Chargers, Pat. I don't know Pats, Bills, Bucks, and Dolphins. I don't know what the exact Ravens and Bengals. Although Ravens and Bengals are also in there. Those games all are more winnable now, as you said, except for the Bills. Every other game you mentioned is more winnable now than we thought it was entering Week One. Eh. Yeah, I would. I think, I, would the, I think the Chargers haven't looked as good as we thought they were. Especially with Herbert being banged up and out. Yeah, we're gonna face the Pats with Bailey Zappi probably. Or a hobbled the second coming of Tom or Brady. a hobbled Mac Jones, and they haven't looked good regardless. The Ravens haven't looked great. I mean, their offense has looked un- insane, but they've lost some games they shouldn't. And they can't stop anyone. On nope. Offense. And the Bengals haven't been everything we thought they were either. And the Bengals game is at home on th- uh, Halloween, so I think that we can win that. The game. thing is, like, yeah, I think those teams have certainly played not as we expected them to play. Some of those teams. But, like, Cleveland finds a way to lose games anyway against bad teams. These are not bad teams. We're going to win a game teams. that we have no right winning. I know, but we're probably going to lose the most of them. <laughs> I mean, I and still like, think we win eight games this year. But, like, the, the, the weaknesses with the Ravens' defense is their pass defense. That does not matter for the Cleveland Browns. We're, we're not going to scorch them in the passing game. 
Uh, and their defensive front has actually no, been but all if right. you can throw the ball against them, then it's better. Yeah, but not against their starting secondary. All of that poor defense came against their backups in the secondary. I'm pretty sure a lot of the stats in the, the Dolphins game were against the set bad secondary. And the starting secondary actually only allowed like 80 passing yards the whole game. Um, the Bengals, I think they're going to start hitting their stride. They just won a, a, a crucial game against Miami, which maybe touch on later. Chargers. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I mean, like, the Chargers, they just have a better quarterback. I, I would pick the Chargers to beat us pretty easily. Even the Patriots, they took the Packers to overtime with Bailey Zappi. Like, it's not close to, like, a, you know, I mean, maybe it's a winnable game, but maybe not. And then the Bucks, they're good. They're, they're, the, they're not good. Yeah, they are. The Bucks, the no, Bucks are not good. Yes, they are. The Bucks are not. Good. Yes, they no, are. The Bucks are overrated as fuck. Why? Why are they? They overrated? are lucky that they are in the easiest division in the NFC. They are so lucky. I'm not saying Tom Brady's washed because you say that and he, he didn't look washed on Sunday night. He looked ex- he looked great. Right? Did you, you watch kidding? the same game that I watched? Where they got? Yeah, they dropped 31. He threw for like 350 and three touchdowns. Bro, yeah, because they got down by three scores, so we had to just, throw the ball. Don't just look at the box score, Brian. Tell me you watched that game. Oh, I did. <laughs> that game was oh. over in the second quarter. So I don't think that over. defense is going to give up forty-one to every team. No, they won't. But there's a lot better defenses in the league than the Chiefs, and they looked. And there awful. are a lot worse defenses, including our defense. You don't think Tom Brady is going to actually be productive against the Cleveland defense? Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not saying we win, but I think you're greatly over overvaluing. I, I, I think Tampa Bay. Outside of the Eagles, is the second best team in the NFC. The Bucks are two and two. Yep, and they look like a two and two team. You think the Bucks are the second best team in the NFC? Yeah, who's better than them? The Packers, because they beat them. Yep. Who who played wide receiver in that game for Tampa Bay? Who played wide receiver in that game for the Packs? It was fourteen to twelve. Tom Brady had a chance to tie the game at the end with a two point conversion, and he failed. And guess who didn't? That because their offense even sucked game. ass the that whole game. That was an even again. game. It was an even game, though. The offense sucked ass, but it was an even game because the Packers' offense also sucks ass. Can and I just say, the, I got back pack, just now, and I'm immediately there was arguing and just a I know, bad I'm vibe I'm energy ready. coming. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to finish my point. Um, but here's the, the thing. The 49ers the, would beat sh- the Bucks right now. I and I don't, I don't think the 49ers are that good. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, Pack, Hell, Packers, Cooper Bucks Rush might be Packers, the Bucks offense. So. Would you agree that they played about even? The Packers and the Bucks offenses. No, I think the Packers outplayed them because they had a. They had two touchdown drives at the very end, and that was or the very no, beginning, and that was it. Didn't Aaron Jones fumble the ball in like the red zone or whatever in the third quarter? Yes, they had a red yeah, zone but turnover. That, I believe. Turnovers happen. Yeah. Turnovers happen. But I'm saying most of the game, it was a pretty. They they did about the same. The Bucs were without Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, um, and, like, two starting Julio offensive Julio Jones lines. is insignificant. Like, come on. Not when he's healthy. When is he if healthy? He That's ever, the problem. If he ever gets healthy. Okay, <laughs> fine. Julio Jones is insignificant. No Mike Evans. No Chris Godwin. Both of those players are either going to be healthy or not suspended for most of the season. I think the Bucks' offense is going to get significantly better. I don't think the Packers' offense has another gear unless they bring in, like, an Odell Beckham. And I think the Bucks' defense is very, very good. And, no, 
I, the Chiefs, I know, gashed them, but that I think that's more on the Chiefs than it is on the Bucks. I think the Chiefs are just really, really good. All right, real quick, Trevor. We're gonna play a game of would they beat the Bucks? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Eagles. Yeah. Hold on. Actually, let me just look up the old NFC standings. <laughs> You're not gonna find many um, Vikings. Vikings. Would they beat the Bucks? What time uh, of day is the I game played at? It's a playoff I game. Say, I just I don't it's know. It's a playoff game. game. Playoff game. Yes. No. Kirk Cousins in a playoff game, really? Hold on. No. Let, let Brandon run okay. this. What do you, all right. Brandon. Um, Cowboys. I know they already played. Bucks. But I think I think if they played again, it would be they close. They fucking I, played. I, 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 what do we play the games for? If they, if they don't matter. Again, then, no. This is the college no, bar. No, 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 no. I'm the saying the Bucks. Would, Brian, you you're still not listening to me. I said you the said Bucks. You I don't. Going back on it. My my exact my exact words were the Bucks would win, and then Brian lost it. <laughs> oh, you said the Cowboys might. I said I, I think was, they would keep it closer because the Cowboys are playing better today than they were in week one. Yeah, with the I mean, better Cooper Rush is a better quarterback than Dak. Prescott, well, Dak, so. Dak's they were, coming back. I don't think they were ready for Dak to blow up his hand in the second quarter or third quarter. It was right. like the fourth quarter. Then Cooper Rush came to the game. Um, Giants, they wouldn't win. 49ers, I think the 49ers would be. I don't like the 49ers. I think they would I think that's, right now. that's a toss up. I think that's a toss up. I think the 49ers would I think, be. I think I it depends on Jimmy G's play. If he, you know, does Jimmy G things, then no, they're not winning. Viking, if he doesn't do uh, Jimmy G things, then they might win. Rams, they, they stink. I'm sorry. Bucks. The Rams are terrible. Vikings. I'm really going to sit. <laughs> Bucks. Uh, I don't I'm know. still on the Vikings Probably train. I think Bucks. Vikings would beat him. I think the Bucks would beat him. I think the Bucks would Probably win that game. Cause I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Packers. We already know the outcome of that. Yep, the Bucks uh, won. Tampa, the Bucks Packers. will win. Sorry. <laughs> why do we play the game? Why do we play the game? Hey, one of them was close. One of them was not close. Dude, honestly, I think the Lions give them a run for their money. <laughs> I was gonna say I think the Lions <laughs> easily give them a run for their money. They oh have the number God. one scoring offense in the NFL. They also have the, the, the number thirty-two scoring defense. Well, good thing it the doesn't Buc- matter because thing the, Bucks the Bucks offense is terrible. The Bucks offense <laughs> is not terrible. Why is it terrible? Have you watched a Bucks game this season? <laughs> yeah, I watched the Chiefs game. They moved the ball right down the field every drive that wasn't a turnover. Okay, so they scored. Let's go through the games they played. They scored 19 points against the Cowboys. They scored. Cow- 12 well, have you seen the Cowboys the defense? They scored 12 okay, points. The, against Packers, the Packers. They didn't have any receivers. They didn't have any receivers. Okay. Okay. Who was the? What's the other game they played? The Saints, and they didn't have Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Mike Evans for the first half only. They still only scored like 20. They points scored 20 points without quarter. Mike Evans in the second half and no Chris Godwin. They scored three points for the three quarters, Brian. Yeah, yeah they scored was... 17 without Mike Evans. Well, also and without Scott... Marshawn Lattimore on the other side. Okay. Also, the he Saints... was going to shut down uh, fucking Russell Gage. The Saints had five turnovers. Okay, that just means that just means their defense is great. It's also Jameis. No, Come on. No, they scored, the Saints are they scored, bad. They scored, they scored Based on my fantasy leagues this week, the Bucks defense is not great. Yeah, not against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are in another league. 
The bu- no, in that's that game, a good point, Brian. In that game yeah. that they allegedly uh, offense looked great, they scored twenty points on five turnovers, and they had two hundred and sixty total I yards. Say the offense looked great. You just they scored twenty points in the third game. They scored twenty points against a defense that they averaged like six points against the last three games they played. So they offense sucked then too. The, for those games, yeah. Ta- I've seen Tampa lose thirty eight to three before with Tom Brady. Right? You saw that last year. The offense was fine after that. All I'm saying is, don't scored, write off the box. They've scored 19, 20, 12, and then 31. But they scored 31 in a game where they had three rushing yards. Well, I'm giving them excuses. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Cowboys defense is elite. No Mike Evans for a game and a half in the other games. And no Chris Godwin for two of those games. No Julio Jones for two of those games. Bad offensive line. Julio's insignificant. He I, plays. He had three question. catches for 90 yards in the first game. I, I have I'll, I'll answer it for you. Hypothetically, if we were yeah. talking about another team, also 2-2, two and two, mm-hmm. in one of their losses, they were out without their three best defensive players and lost by a field goal. Mm-hmm. And their other loss... They gave up 14 points in the last minute of the game and lost by another score. I think I know the quarterback for this team. Hypothetically, is that team the best team in their division? Is that the second uh, best actually, team in actually, AFC possibly? No, because the AFC is much better than the NFC. The NFC is not that good. Also, we are technically still winning our division. Yeah, that's that's true, actually. <laughs> Brian, all I'm trying to say is you can say what-ifs about every single team in the NFL because they've only played four games. And the thing about excuses is they're just like assholes, and we all have one, but we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then <laughs> we can't talk about any excuses for the Browns. Well, I do. Not, we can't talk excuse. about any. Uh, no. You, oh, not an ah! excuse. No, it's not an excuse. I'm just going to say flip side of the coin. We, we dogged on the Browns. However, there are some positives. Mm-hmm. We have a top five offense in the NFL with Jacoby Brissett as our quarterback. That's pretty Which solid. Which makes me think with Deshaun Watson, we're going to be even better. So. And yeah, it, was, it was always next year with this team. Everybody knows that. It's also next year. Like this, it's, well, it's always. I mean, always that's always with the Browns. But like this is specifically. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This team is built to contend next year. Yeah, they are. But they're like, gonna. They have forty million dollars in rollover cap, and they're gonna restructure Deshaun's contract. That was down to like prob- thirty. Okay, thirty. They're gonna restructure Deshaun's contract and probably give him an additional twenty-five to thirty. They'll probably restructure Cooper's contract. That's another eighteen. Like they're gonna yeah. have a lot of cap room to go for it for a two-year window. But maybe they're building towards something. All right. <laughs> What's he building in there? Alrighty. Anything else we want to talk about with the Browns? Also, quit it with this fire Stefanski bullshit. I hate Cleveland. I've never said fire Stefanski. Not you guys. I just hate. I hate Cleveland um, fans. The only thing that I agree with some of Brown's Twitter is that we did stop running the ball on that last drive again. Now, I know that we were in two-minute or two minute offense, so you really can't run it too much. We were still running seven yards of carry or something like that, and we just completely went away from it again. So I'm not saying fire Stefanski, but like he's, he did the same thing against the Packers last year. So 
I don't know if he just gets pass happy in the two minute drill or like three minute drill or whatever it is. So yeah, but I don't really mind someone getting pass happy in two minute drill. We we <laughs> we ran the ball like thirty five, almost forty times. But we were doing well. I know, but yeah, I, that's why I'm saying that's why I'm saying I'm not mad about it. He just it just seems like he gets a little. The thing is, close. when the clock's running and you you need a touchdown to win, field goal sends it to overtime. You need you're going for the touchdown. So I get the passing because you want as much time as you can to go further than basically essentially 35 more yards than you need than you would need to to get the field goal. That's fair. Uh, Blaze, did you have any comments on the Browns before we move on? Um, well, I watched it at a B-dubs in Denver or Colorado Springs. I'm sorry. And I think there was five Browns fans, including the bartender that were like Ohio people there in total. And That's we cool. all knew it was going to happen. As soon as, like, uh, Falcons tied the game, they were like, we're, we lost. There was no hope. I was also sitting next to a Giants fan, and he was freaking out over his game the entire time. And we, we had some bonding moments there. <laughs> but I did meet someone I worked game. the Bengals game last year with. And it was, like, kind of a crazy moment. I was like, oh, shit, I recognize you after our name. So we talked for a bit, and that was chill. So we had brought a little Browns therapy session at that B-dubs. Um but all I had was four beers, and then I went and did a hike after. And don't do that. Drink water, especially in Colorado. <laughs> oh, boy. The, the so Browns made me do wise that. Words, wise words from Blaze. Drink water, not beer, before you go hike in Colorado. Um, thank you for that insight. Um, so that wraps up our Browns talk. Not much else we need to say there. We kind of ranted about the not the Browns for a little while, but that's okay. Speaking um, of which, the next segment. So, yeah, speaking of which, the next segment is a little bit of what happened around the NFL. We've kind of already beat the Buccaneers down, so let's not talk about them anymore. Let's talk about the other side, the Chiefs. They're, they look like they're rolling. I don't know how the hell they lost to the Colts two weeks ago um, because the Chiefs look like probably, other than the Bills, the best team in the NFL. They're better than the Bills. Um, well... They, I would compare them to them and the Bills as the top two. Um, you compare the Bills to the Chiefs. You don't do it the other way around. Suck my dick. Um, but any any comments on the Chiefs before we talk about other stuff around the NFL? They're good. It's, Patrick Mahomes is really good. It's stupid how good they are, and their offense does it in a completely different way than they did it last year. Yep. They're averaging like the exact same like points per game and yards per game. But they have no big plays. They they reinvented themselves over the offseason, and now they're the best offense in football again. Or one of the best offenses in football. It's quite amazing. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is having himself a year so far. They're running, they ran for 190 yards against Tampa. Like, Tampa's run defense the last three years has been known to be, like, the best run defense in the NFL. Like, don't start any fantasy running backs against Tampa. Except for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, because he gets and fucking Isaiah, 25 points. Isaac Pacheco. Yeah, if he scored a touchdown, he would have been great. But he still was excellent in football terms. But um, another game, again, we referenced them, Bills versus the Ravens. The Ravens were up 20-3 to at one point, I believe, in this game. And once again, blew a 17-point-plus lead. Um, and they didn't score a single point in the second half, I believe. Nope. Um, they were outscored 20 to nothing. Um so let's let's start with Brian here. What are your thoughts on this Bills Ravens game? Is it more about the Bills or are the Ravens like just choke masters this year? I think this is a little bit more about the Ravens. 
This happened a couple times last year. I'm going to go specifically to the end, near the end of the game when it was fourth and goal at the two, one, one or two. And it was tie game at that point, and the Ravens decided to go for it. Now, I, I, I thought it was the right decision based on the explanation Harbaugh gave after the game. But Lamar's been bad in those kind of situations. Like, against the Steelers last year, they had another two point conversion. Another game yep, against yep. some team. That, I don't know what team the, it was last year. The Bengals, I Maybe. think. I don't remember if they No, won. it wasn't yeah, the Bengals. Yeah. They lost. They got blown out twice. But, but yeah, I know you know, what you're talking about. about. The two point conversions. Yeah. Two points are, are like go ahead scores. And, you know, they don't really utilize what they're best at in those situations, which is running the football. And even if you're going to throw, do some play action or something. Make the defense commit to one or the other and utilize Lamar's and J.K. Dobbins and um, Patrick Ricard and those tight ends. Utilize them best. You don't want to go five wide at fourth and goal at the two. That's just kind of basically you just rush four, put a spy, and cover everybody else. And also, Lamar, you can't throw a pick there. you got to throw it away if you're not going to, you know. Score a touchdown, right? Because, right, because pin them down. In the yeah, the whole the whole point of like going so. for that is if you don't get it, you pin them at the two, and then you could they're gonna might be conservative. Who knows? It's the Bills, and you might get the ball back. Um, yeah, I thought it was a it was a good decision in terms to go for it, but bad man, like bad execution, and also they should have let him score. Should have let Singletary score. Um, at the end of that game, they kind of tackled him at the three. Some players were trying to let him score. Some people weren't. It was a, it was a mess. But I think it says a little bit more about the Ravens. I think the Bills, honestly, I think they were a little lucky to get away with that game um, with the Ravens not scoring anything in the second half. But their defense actually played pretty well then. Yeah, I was going to say, um, there was a roughing the passer call. I don't know if you guys – Oh, the Josh Allen one? Yeah, that was yeah. not a roughing the I, passer. I, I, I don't know, Blaze, do you have any thoughts on that roughing the passer call? <laughs> It was stupid. It was one of those that you know is going to trend on Twitter for a little bit after, and any reply about anything the NFL posts about look, the Bills winning that game is just going to be, oh, Ravens versus the refs. Oh, the, the Buffalo refs really did a good t- job tonight, and you need to score points in the second half. Like, sure, that call was bad, and it sucked, and it was at a bad time, but it's a whole game. It's a whole game before that. Yeah, Brandon, do you have any thoughts here? It's just this seems like it's the Ravens MO. Like they're known for being a good running team. But like surprisingly when they have leads against good teams, they haven't been able to put them away. And that's normally the mark of a good running team. And additionally, Lamar has shown the ability to get real turnover prone when things get tight. When the game's tight. They need him to throw. They need him to win the game with his arm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's happened over and over and over again. When it, the things aren't wide open and there's not explosive plays, this Ravens offense doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I, I I would go push back a little bit. I think he's fine under pressure. I think it's when he may, he something goes wrong, then mistakes will pile up. So as soon as something doesn't go his way, it turns south. I think like a couple of games last year, like in the Colts game, the Raiders game, like. The Browns, the Browns game. game. He was pretty. He did really well in t- in the pressure situations, but that was because, you know, he didn't have big mistakes prior to that, or he had like a half time to correct things. But as soon as he gets one thing that like he messes up on one player, throws an interception, or gets sacked or something, 
then it's a bit of a downhill tumble and he just kind yeah. of falls off. But he's when, yeah. When things go wrong for the Ravens, they go wrong. That's for sure. But I I think we're overvaluing the Bills. Like they scored they scored forty one points against Titans. Like that was awesome. They start to finish annihilated them. They scored 31 points against the Ra- uh, the Rams, 14 of which were in the fourth quarter when they were already in control of that game, and the Rams team looked like they basically just had folded at that point. And Stafford sucked. I, I think he might have had a turnover or two in that fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then they were held in check by the Dolphins. They looked sluggish in that game. The offense, it, it was Josh Allen or Bust that whole game. They ran a lot of plays, and it was 95 degrees in Miami. And only scored 19 points. Yeah, um, but I'm saying that's for the sluggish it's, part. Yeah, they're going to look just, sluggish on that. They've part. been really inefficient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, they, and then this Bills game, I mean this Ravens game, it was Josh Hunter bust. If he couldn't do something miraculous, nothing was happening. And lucky for them, he is one of the best players I've ever seen in my life. When things, When he has to do it all, he does it all. It's amazing. But I think we're overvaluing the Bills. The only reason I would disagree is because I don't know who else to say other than the Bills. The like, Chiefs. You have the Chiefs. Well, no, I'm saying like so you have the Chiefs and the Bills. It doesn't have like, to be anybody else. Okay, that's fair. They're just like, you, you can be the Chiefs are the best team, and then there's everyone else. Like we don't. The Bills don't have to be one B. Okay. They could be the second best team, but they're the second best team in the AFC. Yeah. There's a there's a gap. I still. Do you think the Bills are better than the Eagles at this point? Would you say they're the second best team in the NFL, or are they just the AFC? I would say I think, just AFC. I, I mean, the, Eagle, the Eagles are on fire. Yeah, they're on fire. I don't know if you put the two teams together, I, it'd be an interesting matchup for sure. But then you also got to think about they got beat by the Dolphins. The Ravens had every chance in the world to beat them, and those are two of the top teams in the NFC. Like they might be the second best team, but are they're not very far and away the second best team. Yeah, no, it's a little tight. And yeah, the Col- the Chiefs did lose to the Colts, but like nobody knows how that happened. Like that's just unexplainable. At least the Bills losses or it's loss like Bill- Bills game last year. Yeah, no one knows what happened. Yeah, this is- <laughs> no one. We don't know what happened. Like in special but, teams, um, it was just weird because the Chiefs right. offense. They moved the ball. <laughs> they did well. It was a fucking fourth down penalty by Chris Jones that cost them the game, basically. Yeah. Um, and we kind of just alluded to them. Uh, the Eagles are 4-0, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. I don't know if anyone would have picked that at the beginning of the season. Um, I don't know how many teams were undefeated through week four last year, but I feel like it was more than one. Cardinals were, could be for sure. Were they, the, were they the only ones? I don't, I don't know. I just know that they were the last undefeated team. Right, and the year before that, it was the Steelers for 11 games. Um, but, so, Eagles are undefeated. Not much to say there, other than they've, like we said, they looked great. Then um, the last thing we wanted to talk about in the NFL was the London game. Return of the Lunder, except the overhit. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Vikings and Kirk Cousins walked away with a W and... Um, I'm just gonna pass it to Brandon here. Brandon, what is our Kirk Cousins stat of the week? It's a, it's a classic, Kirk Cousins stat. It really is. It goes back to our our core, our roots as a Kirk Cousins podcast. As we all know, this is Kirk Cousins' second London game. In his first London game, they tied. In the second one, 
They won this past weekend. Funny enough, wow. he severely outplayed himself in the game they tied, which is a classic Kirk, because it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't. <laughs> in the game they tied, he threw for 460 yards, two touchdowns, and had a passer rating of almost 100. In this past week's game, he threw for 270, had a turnover, and had a passer rating of 80. Did he have any touchdowns? One. He really just doesn't have any. If I had like editing capability and I could throw up blind stats, he'd be like, "What game do you think they won?" <laughs> every, <laughs> every single time, of Kirk Cousins is the exact opposite. It is amazing. So now That's his why stats, his stats are worse now on morning games. He's still undefeated in morning games, though. True. This is true. One zero and one. And the Vikings are three and one. Goat. Yeah, the Vikings. Hey, you're. They have the lead in the NFC North right now. I boys. I have a question for the Saints. Do you stick with Dalton even when Jameis is healthy? They were better with Andy Dalton. <laughs> I think they're more consistent, but their their ceiling's higher with Jameis. Yeah, but their floor is, is so, so much, much lower. Fun, but Jameis is so I want, fun. I, I need to be able to watch like, this. Andy Dalton it. did all that without Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara. And he played better than Jameis has played this entire season. I mean, Chris Olave has done well for me with both of them at quarterback. So I, as long as Olave, he keeps getting points. Olave he scored a just, touchdown with Dalton. He, 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 didn't he might just be him. Olave is just him, I think, though. Yeah, he could be. A lot of the rookie wide receivers are doing very well. Drake London's not. I'm pretty sure he didn't have like a single catch. He had yes. one catch. He had like two catches. But like he, before they, that, they completed seven passes. Give the yeah. man a break. <laughs> Fuck the Falcons, man. They threw one play. They threw the first pass of the game with Kyle Pitts for 25 yards, and then didn't fucking get him the ball one time after that. They should have handed him the ball off when they yes. put him at running back. Cowards. Dude, Jay Joku got a carry in that game. Yes. Jay Joku got a fucking jet sweep. Dude, they were they were setting up the Njoku. 20-yard dime to Cooper. It was coming. No, the, the, well, so it, it didn't happen. It's coming. You just watch. Anyways, um, not much else to say. We about didn't the answer Brian's question. What was your question? Andy Dalton or Jameis? <laughs> Probably Andy Dalton for one more game and see what happens. I, 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 give, give Jameis time to get I, I need Jameis. I need his comedy. Mm-hmm. I just I just feel, I feel like, like, like he'd be funny Jameis. as a backup quarterback either but, way. But the NFL needs a funny quarterback. True. Who's our funny quarterback now? It was Big Ben. Big Ben was funny. Eli was funny. Kirk Cousins is pretty funny. funny. Kirk Cousins is funny. I know, but Jameis is like that goofy funny. Like, you're like, ah, he throws a pick. You're like, Jameis. We got Russell Wilson. I hate Russell Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is crazy. He's not funny. He's a serial killer. It's fun to laugh. We're not laughing with Russell. We're laughing at Russell. Everybody yell, run or pass, whether it's a run or pass. Get my danger witch at Subway. It's It's dangerously good. Why was that like three minutes long? That felt like the longest ad I'd ever seen. Subway commercial (laughs) that has ever graced television, and it's so bad. They put a whole mini fucking episode of Subway. <sighs> Alrighty, well, <laughs> let's move on. Because we are a fantasy football podcast to fantasy football. Woo. So the big story of the week is I am no longer undefeated, and it is quite quite depressing. 
Uh, Brian dominated. edged me out. Dominated. Edged me out. <laughs> I wrote dominated Brian in the schedule. You? Yeah, that's yeah, what I said. <laughs> Brian won by eight points. I dominated. He did not dominate me. Start to finish, never Speaking, in doubt. I was <laughs> never in doubt. No, Bullshit. I wasn't losing by 22 going into Sunday Night Football with Mike Evans. No, no, no. Thank you for having Tampa Bay's defense, Trevor. It's quite unfortunate. Well, okay, that was fine. I got a point from them at least, but Dalton Schultz put up a fat zero for me. Kyle Pitts put up Tyler, three and a half. Don't fucking ask me. Tyler Higby was on my bench with 17. I, no, I did tell Brian this. I said I debated playing Schultz or not because he was questionable. Um, but I played him anyways, and he got zero. Then Higby got That's a questionable decision. Well, Javante Williams only um, got me three points and then tore his ACL in the second half. So we had we both had issues on our team. I mean, Waddle, Waddle only had five points because two of them got hurt, so. The guys you're naming, I have all on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon's like, yeah, my entire team scored I scored, <laughs> I scored 60 points. Well, Trevor, if it makes you feel any better, the team, the team that I have in the Super League uh, is pretty garbage. I have traded half my players away already. Brian and I are having a tank fest in that league. <laughs> I'm winning right now, man. I'm so undefeated in that league. Brandon made the mistake of actually winning one game. Yeah, it was against you. <laughs> yeah. Should have beat me. Should have known. But yeah, so uh, Brian did beat me. I'm 3-1 now. I'm still second place, though, because of my points for... Um, I'm still in fourth. I have 100 and something more points than Brian and Brandon, only 50 more than CJ. So that's going to keep me afloat if I start going on a losing streak here. So You're not going to go on a losing streak, <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Um, anyways, um, some other stuff in fantasy is we are kind of seeing some classes form. We were talking about this in our group chat today. There is a 4-0 team, and then three 3-1 teams. And then there is an 0-4 team, which is Jalen, and three 1-3 teams. We have no 500 teams. And let's go to Blaze first here, because I'm sure he has something to say. Because last week he made some edits, um, and I'm sure he's going to make them again. I said that Blaze's team is shit, and it's not going to make the playoffs. And he edited to say that the team is good... And that they are going to make. The oh, boy! Now, that was just now your you voice. Just, I didn't edit anything. Yeah, you can just use your voice now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Blaze, you are one and three right now. You have got your first win. How are you feeling? I've, uh, my team hurts. DeAndre Swift's out. Cordero Patterson is out apparently for no reason that I knew. Um, so he's on IR. DeAndre Swift still hurt. Jonathan Taylor has been dog shit. And it's not even really his fault. I mean, it's partially his he's fault. He's hurt now, too. Yeah, he's also hurt now. But he avoided a major injury. He uh, Apparently, I thought he had a high ankle sprain. Yeah, but it could have been, like, even worse. With yeah, like but, like, high ankle sprains, usually you're out for, like, anywhere from two to eight weeks. I know that. But, like, I thought it was, like, <laughs> season-ending for a second. Oh. Um, but their O-line is just garbage. I watched a video that Theo Ash did on uh, their O-line and how their center is just dog water and does it like throws offensive linemen into Jonathan Taylor. Um, so that sucks. I won though. I'm happy. I got my first win. Who did you beat? Courtney. Courtney. Who? Okay. All right. That's where I went on a plane at 7 a.m. I think 
and she had Alvin Kamara still in our starting lineup. And I was like, please oh. don't wake up and change it before. So then I was up in my flight. And when, as soon as I landed, the first thing I checked was if she switched him out. And she did. But well, it yeah, didn't matter. It's Kevin. They wake up at like 8 in the morning. <laughs> but like. That's a, that's generous. Like 7. Yeah. <laughs> there was a chance. But I won. But, I faced Brian this week. Rivalry week. Yes. Yes, we were going to get to that. Rivalry um, week. Before we get to that, though, Brandon, Brandon, you are the only undefeated team remaining. How do you feel after your win this week? I think my team's just starting to get it together. I got lucky, I would say, earlier in the season, not scoring many points, but still sneaking some wins by. I think week one, I scored like 100 points in one. So, But this week, I scored 190, I think. But if if you look on like the, the sleeper... Summary, when it says you, the total points he could have scored if you set the perfect lineup, my perfect lineup was like 215 or 220 or something like that. So team's starting to churn. I'm Trevor's going to score more points than me. His team has way more boom potential. But my team, I think, like last year, is going to be the most consistent team in the league. And I think that's going to carry me to probably the, the one, two, or three seed for sure. And we'll see how it shakes out at the end of the year. Just got to stay healthy. Just for everyone at home, Brandon has yet to lose a game in this league. Brandon is sixteen and zero. No, I so lost he has one lost game last like year. Two games last no, year. No, I lost. I, lost, I thought you went undefeated. I lost one game last year. Who did he oh, lose? I thought you went undefeated, Kevin. Right? No, I think I lost to. I lost CJ. to you, Trevor. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't. I, 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 I thought you went undefeated because I was like, damn, you won the championship last year. I could have sworn you went undefeated, but okay. I, all right. I've lost one game. <laughs> okay. All right. That's still pretty damn So, I mean, if my, so. if my team stays healthy, we'll make another run at it. Unlike my team in the other league that Brian, <laughs> Blaze, and I are in. Because I am in utter, complete shambles. It's a disaster. <laughs> it's not worse than my disaster. <laughs> I have Dak Prescott, Javante Williams. It's kind of worse than mine. <laughs> um, my starting lineup this week. On paper, it looked fine, but I had Marcus Mariota. He scored five. Javante had three. <laughs> Jalen Waddell had five. Um, Deontay, Deontay Johnson had like, had, had like three or something like that. Um, George Kittle had one. Um, <laughs> I started the Giants wide receiver because Richie James, I think, or Ricky James, because their entire wide receiver core was hurt. He got negative <laughs> 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 He didn't touch a ball. Had one carry and a fumble. <laughs> Ooh, luckily I started um Josh Reynolds on the Lions. He had twenty seven. I scored sixty points, and one player on my team had twenty seven. The rest of the ten spots combined for thirty five. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I scored the most points I'd ever scored in that league. I scored one thirty and lost. <laughs> <laughs> Brian scored sixty some more points than his. And you know lost. what's I, you know what's funny about that though? I still think I'm the lowest scoring team in the league after that week. <laughs> <laughs> now my whole team's just hurt and sad because I have David Montgomery. He's hurt. Javante hurt. Dak hurt. Sad. That league is the complete opposite of this one because me and Courtney are undefeated at the top. Well, we're one and three in this league. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, I, before we get into this upcoming week, 
I know that you don't have an official power rankings, Brian, but if you I'll, if you just had to spit off the top of your head what you think the the standings are for the eight teams in the league right now, what would they be? Okay. I would have Trevor at one. Yep. CJ at two. Really? Agreed. Okay. Brandon at three. Yep. Me at four. Yep. And then the rest of the standings how they are, which is, I believe, Kevin, Blaze, Courtney, Jay. Yep. I 100% agree. Let's go, baby. I would now, now Blaze, if hesitate you lose about to me, putting... you might go down. What if Courtney loses too? I don't care. She would lose she me. lost to a better team. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Brandon? I would say I would, the only thing I you could argue is flipping CJ and I, but I think Brian has it right. Yeah. I, CJ scored more points than you this week. Yeah. And I think he has more boom players than you do. He does. hundred percent. But can we talk about Damian Pierce? You talk about TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> Forty point, <laughs> like eight catches, one hundred and eighty yards, and two touchdowns. Damian Pierce had like thirty on my bench. Yeah, well, it's because he ripped the seventy-five. Oh touchdown. boy, he looks good. I wish the Texans were better. <laughs> I think that the trade is working out well for both of us, Brandon. I really do. Also, I I started laughing aloud at work today when I realized that I had Njoku on my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I cut him. You know, I had, Higby's the number five tight end anyway, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. But, um. But let's look ahead to next week, where yes, Brian and Blaze alluded to it. It is rival. Rivalry week. 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 Why will we within the podcast? Can so we just right rewind now, for a second to a clip that Brian said? Um, I don't even know what episode. This is going to be a bitch. The Fremies. Oh, it's in the Fremies. It's in the Fremies. I'll tell you. What, I'll give you the timestamp because okay. I listened to it today. So. <laughs> and I still believe in my heart of hearts, Blaze has no chance to beat me ever again. <laughs> I. Are you sure you want to say that right now? Yes. I have committed. I have committed. Didn't Brian say? Never I, again. I could I could not play a kicker or a defense and still beat you. Maybe mm-hmm. I did. I will I, I won't stand by that anymore. I'll play the kicker or defense just because I want to blow you out by 50. Mark it down. Next season. <laughs> I think we have a nominee for next year. There's that clip. <laughs> 50 and points. And I have full faith in that clip. Full faith. Not yeah, really, he thinks he's going to win by 50 points. He thinks he's going to win by 50. Yeah, we'll see. There's a chance. There's also a chance I lose by 30. I'm hoping. <laughs> Blaze is currently 2-0 against Brian. Um, and I'm currently 0-3 against Brian for anyone keeping track. Yeah, I, um, I have my own kryptonites. Trevor has his kryptonites. <laughs> Brian's kryptonite is moi. I'm already 2-0 against him this year. <laughs> oh, there you go. I guess, yeah, but what the other league eh. <laughs> is a different team. <laughs> it's a different team. <laughs> um, the other matchups are CJ versus Brandon. Best man um, versus married man. There you go. And then we have me versus Courtney. Um Hope I can win that matchup, but I guess you're going to play fantasy football. So. Okay. Um, Brian is confident for me, which I don't. Brian, know, you have the. So. You have the. I mean, whatever your name is, Trevor. <laughs> what? You have the best team in the league. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I've only scored up one twenty, one thirty-two. How many points has Courtney scored? I only like... scored one hundred thirty <laughs> points the last week. I scored eighty points week two. I scored sixty in another league. <laughs> this is not another league, Brandon. 
I don't care. It's still sick. <laughs> um, I only scored so 140 this I only scored 190. <laughs> um, but let's do our fan favorite segment, Tops, Flops, and Drops of the Week. Brian, let's start I'm with you. I'm dropping Wait, 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 wait. No, that's fine. First. Brian can go first. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, Brian, I'm dropping first. Kyle Pitts out of my starting lineup. He's a fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute trash player. He's actually very good. They just don't throw the ball at all. Um, and now that Kenny Pickett is the new starter at Pittsburgh, which we did not even mention, he is going to start throwing the ball to Friar Maybe the, more the than moose. six times a game. So I think loose. I'll get more points out of Pat Fryermuth than I will Kyle Pitts. So Pat Fryermuth. Fat Fryermuth. Fat. Welcome to the Did team. You fat Fryer. <laughs> no, I said Pat. <laughs> I heard fat. No, I think, okay. I think you said fat, fat, fat Fryermuth now. Um, Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> I listened. That was. I completely forgot that that was a thing until listening to the Fremies today. That Prescott! <laughs> was that me? No, it was, no, it was Blaze. Oh, it was Blaze. <laughs> because the sound bite was inserted like five times in the span of a minute, and I started crying. Oh. Uh. Uh, okay, so I got a couple others. Uh, I got a top. Mike Evans, man. Thank God. <laughs> I was nervous going into Sunday Night Football. I was down 22 to Trevor. He had Tampa Bay's defense. I had Mike Evans. Basically just needed a shootout. Exactly what happened. A shootout. I needed the Chiefs to score a ton of points in the Tampa Bay to, like, need to throw to come from behind. And they basically threw the most times Tom Brady's ever thrown compared to how much they rushed. It was great for me. I was having a great time. Um, and then a flop. Um, we'll, say, we'll say Jonathan Taylor. I saw a tweet. Uh, a couple days ago. Jonathan Taylor might be the worst ever number one overall pick. Christian McCaffrey. But, like, not due to injury. Twice. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, there was an excuse for McCaffrey. He got hurt. Jonathan Taylor is healthy and not doing well. Like, he's RB, like, 22 right now. Which is solid. That's an RB, too, but not worth number one overall. I saw another stat, though. Last year, four weeks in, Jonathan Taylor was, like, the 23rd running back, I think. And then you saw what happened after that, so. Yeah, but, like, I don't have any faith in this Colts offense. I don't either, but I'm just hoping. Yeah, hopefully. But, yeah, he's a yeah, flop well, for me now. Blaze, what about you? What about some of your top slops and The drops? guy who's dropping down the toilet bowl into the bottom, bottom of my bench is a man by the name. George Kittle? George Kittle. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I about to say Kyle Shanahan? He's also my I drop mean, of the week. Fuck that man. If we had a position in our fantasy for O-lineman, top number one pick, George Kittle. He blocked pretty much every play last night, except for that would-be touchdown that he stepped out on. And single-handedly lost me the game in one of my other leagues. Even though Tom Brady threw insane amount of times to try and catch me those points back up. But I lost by two. I just need one more reception oh, out of George Kittle. Oh, no. So, fuck him. Um, he still scored more points than Kyle Pitts. <laughs> that's true. But he's going to score all those points on my bench from now on until he uh, earns his way back out. And Gerald Everett, who's my top, is replacing him. I have him in, I think, almost every league I'm in. He's a uh, tight end four on the year. 
he's quickly becoming, I think, one of Herbert's like favorite targets. Very happy with him. Flop. Eh, fucking everyone else on my team. <laughs> you won. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a pretty win. Yeah, but it was, hey, a, a, win's win's a win's a win. That's true. I didn't have any. Brandon, what about you? I was also gonna say George Kittle, but I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at George Kittle. So instead, the flop is the 49ers, because in yeah, you guys know like the the Moneyball meme of Jonah Hill. Yeah. Where he's like, this guy is the greatest blah blah blah, but his fault is blah. I saw one today that was like, George Kittle is the top three greatest receiving tight end in the league. The one his main flaw. He plays left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> well, in their defense, their left tackle was injured. And then their backup left tackle also got injured. So, like, they kind of needed him to help. It's just sad. They're wasting George Kittle. Mm-hmm. I mean, they will, but when, uh, what's his name, Trent Williams gets back, he'll be better. Trent Williams will start playing tight end. Yeah. <laughs> I had him at fullback a couple times. <laughs> but since this is officially a tight end podcast, since we've always we've all just named tight ends, mm-hmm. top, David Njoku. I know he had the he had the fumble this week and he didn't Nine get in the points. end zone. But that is two weeks in a row of Njoku being highly utilized and looking very good. I know the points weren't there this week like they were the week before. Did he have four catches? Four catches for 80 yards. Like, that's a solid day. You get it in the end zone there, that's top three tight end week almost every single week. I mean, based on how tight ends have been doing this year, too, if you get four catches for 80 yards, you're probably number three of the day. Yeah, like, for tight end production, Najoku's getting it done for the last two weeks, and I hopefully that, that keeps moving forward. Other flops, if, just a word of advice for next year, if we all agree that a wide receiver is washed and then he goes to a team that has a good quarterback, the wide receiver is still washed. I'm looking at you, Alan Robertson. Robertson, <laughs> Robinson, whatever the heck. Robinson. <laughs> He's Robertson now. He sucks. He doesn't deserve Whoa. And then Juju. Boo-boo Smith Booster. <laughs> Boo-boo shit Booster. <laughs> He's been all right. See... He's just, they just throw it to everybody on that team. Overrated as fuck. I, don't I saw a meme today about Alan Robinson. It was the list of Cooper or of, of Matthew Stafford's reads. And it was Cooper Cup for like six times. And then it was like the defense like three times. And then it was Cam Akers out of the backfield. And then it was Sean McVay. And then it was Allen Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. So. Oh, you mean who he was looking to? So he looked at Cooper like his, Cup, his, then to Cooper Cup, then reads. to Cooper Cup, then to Cooper Cup, then to Higby, <laughs> and then, then back to Cooper Cup, and then, then to Sean other, McVay. That other wide receiver <laughs> yeah. that looks like Cooper Cup. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the decoy. Probably, Basically, honestly, just, he probably thinks he is Cooper Cup. That's the only reason he throws it to him. He gets That's he gets true. mistaken. That's true. They do all wear the same color uniform. <laughs> Anyways, um, top slops and drops for me. Um, top, Nick Chubb has been a fantastic addition to my team. Um, he's been I think one or running back one or two. He scored up to like twenty points. I know that I lost, but it's it's nice to have a running back who is consistent to say the least. Because last year I didn't really have that until James Conner started scoring points at the end of the year. So that's good. Um, Wide receivers, all solid again. Um, sucked that St. Brown was out this week because he would have absolutely gone nuts against Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I would have thrown Josh Reynolds scored 28 against the Seahawks defense. Yes. Um, another top Jared Goff this year, or this week, who had 35 points. I think he's quarterback five right now. 
I picked him up. And put can him we on can we just say all the tops were everyone in Seattle Lions game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean those were Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny, DK Metcalf, Geno Smith, Jared Goff, TJ Hawkins, and Josh Reynolds. There's probably somebody else. G- G- no G- fan had a touchdown. I'm so excited for uh, Jamison Williams to play. Mm-hmm. That offense just yeets the ball downfield, and oh Yo. my god, he's going to be fantastic. Adding another weapon to it, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. So, anything else in fantasy we want to talk about before we get to pickums? I'm going to be sending out some trade offers, like always. Sure you will. Except for Trevor, I don't want to trade with Trevor. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, so week five of the NFL season is upon us. We have some interesting games this weekend with some interesting lines. Um, uh, so based off of what was done last week, I know that me and Brandon were not here, but we sent in our picks if you guys listen to the pod. The current standings also said are some shit Blaze. about people's moms. Damn right. <clears throat> Whatever. Blaze is still in first place at 16 and 10. Brian is a close second at 14 and 12. I am in a lousy 500 at 13 and 13. And Brandon is trying to not have to drive to Atlanta at 10 and 16. <laughs> um, <laughs> plenty of games left. We were just talking about this earlier. There's 12 weeks left in the NFL season. 13 also, weeks left in the NFL season. Also, I have 11. Season. 11, no, you sorry. Don't. Brandon has 11. Thank you. No, you don't. Yeah. 3, 1, 3, 2, 2. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You had one win this week. Oh, no, you had two wins. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Repeat your things. Three, one, three, two, two. Huh. That's 11. <laughs> Why do I have this? Oh, wait, yeah. You got two wins this week. I had you at one win this okay, week. Never mind. Apologize. So he is 11 and 15. So he's not as far behind as he thought. Hey, you fucked um, up the math earlier before the podcast. Me? No, not you. <laughs> oh, okay. Talking to, talking um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, still lots of t- lots of weeks left. There's the playoffs. There's six college bowl playoffs. games plus the championship that we'll choose. <laughs> We're not talking about playoffs. <laughs> this is week five. Anyways, the first game we're going to pick this week is the London game. The famous Lunder might return again. We will see. Um, but we have the Giants at the Packers, and the Packers are minus eight, which is a big line. Um, Giants have played a lot of close games this year. But let's start with Blaze here. Blaze, Giants at the Packers. Packers are minus eight. I mean, Saquon's been looking really good. They beat the Bears last week. Um, Packers, they've just been looking not great. And eight points to give them, that's that's a lot. I think Packers will still win this, but Giants definitely cover. Eight is way too many points for this Packers offense right now. Brian, how about you? Well, I think the reason the line is eight is because uh, the pack, the Giants may be starting a quarterback that is currently not on their roster. Um, I the thing is, like, I thought the ugh, this is very tough because I think the Giants will play. They play teams close. I think they're what they're that kind of team this year, where they're like the Lions last year, where they just play everybody close, but like they don't win. But they've won three games. <laughs> the Giants are three and one. I know it's weird. <laughs> nobody, th- nobody feels like they're a three and one team, no. right? Oh no, no, no. But I'm going to take the Giants to cover this one, plus eight. That's, that's so many points in uh, neutral site game too. Yeah, 
I, I agree with them. I'm taking the Giants. If Daniel Jones or Tyrod plays, this line probably goes to four, three. Mm, I don't Maybe. think that much. You really think Daniel Jones is a plus five swing? Over a quarterback a that's hurt. not a hurt. Daniel over a quarterback Jones. that's not currently on a roster? I think it's like two two or three points. Like it's not healthy Daniel Jones. It's I, a I, I, mean, I guess you're right. I just I don't I don't trust the Packers to win a game by eight points at this and in this juncture. Nine. You have to win by nine. That's yeah. two two they have to win by two scores, basically. I don't I don't trust the Packers to win a game by two scores, as we say here today. <sighs> you all have chosen the Giants. I feel like host advantage is really Really lame. I'm pretty players. sure I got one right when I was the host. So. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to stick with the Giants. I, I debated swapping Packers minus eight, but I think I agree. It's, it's a lot of points. Um, Wait, did you say the Packers or the Giants, Brian? Giants. Okay, everyone to the Giants then. So it was a sweep for the Giants. Eight points is just a lot. Um, especially in London, where there's not going to be many points scored in general because it's London, and the London is going to hit for sure. I don't know. It's 41. Yeah, it could be That's a, a pretty a 24. That's a pretty low over-under. <laughs> I, I, honestly, <laughs> I might still take the under at that point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Over. Um, over. Anyways, the next game is Bengals at the Ravens. Bengals coming off a big win against the Miami Dolphins and having a little bit of extra rest. The Ravens coming off another blown lead, and the Ravens are favored by three points. Brian, let's start with Oh, fuck you. Um, I'll go with the team that has the momentum. I'll go with the Bengals. Killed the Ravens twice last year. Jamar Chase ate him up. I think Jamar Chase has not played as well. The targets are there, but he's just not getting the ball as much as he was last year. I think this is a game where he gets it right. I would take the Bengals to cover plus three. Brandon, let's go to you next. Uh, da, 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 da. This is the one that I'm most on the fence about. <laughs> what time is this game? I'm trying to find out. So one... Oh, it's the Sunday night game. Oh, yeah, it's Sunday night. Ooh, those Ravens uniforms. Oh, wait, they're at home. Yeah. Does that mean black? So they're going to. Oh, black. those uniforms <laughs> look different at night. <laughs> Everyone knows that's. Um... <sighs> yeah, everyone knows. Everyone knows that defense looks better in black at night. <laughs> you, Brandon really needs to make these picks well because he needs I'll take, to come I'll, back. Yeah, this is this is life or death. At first, I thought at first I thought Ravens for sure, but then I th- I remember that the line opened up at Ravens minus one, so it's already been bet up to three. Taking the worst of the number is normally not something you do when betting. You either get the best of the number or you don't bet it. Give me Ravens bounce back game. Oh, yeah. I'm agreeing with Brian on on Why Will We Week. Why Will We. Um, Bengals, if, if it was any more than three points, I would be very, very confident. But the Ravens have been blowing so many leads. I think the Bengals still cover, though. Bengals are coming in hot now. So I'm going to go with Brandon on this one. Ravens minus three. I think they're going to come out furious that they've once again blown a lead. Um, Bengals, they have looked better the past two weeks. Um, 
But I don't think that they're going to be what they were last year. I know that they blew out the Ravens both times last year, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think this is going to be a very close game, but I think the Ravens are going to win by more than a field goal. So, I, well, Ravens one, one note, this is the second week in a row where Brandon and Trevor have gone against Blaze and I in picking the team that's facing the Bengals. Uh, didn't work out for you last week. so. Dude, the Bengals won on such a fluke last week. They were winning the whole game. I mean, it was just a perfect circumstance. Short week for a team coming off a game where they had to play 50 plays on defense and their starting quarterback. Yeah, they only played gets carted off to the hospital. On, or 38 plays on offense, meaning those wide receivers were fresh. And they were against Eli Apple. They were going to cook him like toast. I'm upset that that <laughs> didn't I, I really wanted the I Dolphins know, to win did. because I wanted that it's, burnt it's, toast to be It's so good. It's so good. It's one of my favorite NFL memes. Um, but anyways, the next game, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Commies, the Washington Commanders. <laughs> and the Titans are favored by two and a half. Um, this is an interesting line. Uh, but let's go to Brandon first. Titans. <laughs> I was quick I'm one. not betting on the Commanders, ever. <laughs> Brian, what about you? I got the Titans. I also have the Titans. Blaze, wrap us up. Carson once plays quarterback for the Commanders. That means Titans will cover. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go a different direction for a second. All right, that was... <clears throat> God, no. That was very quick. That was an easy one. All right, next we have the Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are favored by four and a half points. I'm going to start off this one to take away... Host oh, advantage. Keep it that every time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't give a shit. I'm going to pick the Cowboys because I think that the Rams are terrible and Cooper Rush is going to move to 5-0 and in the NFL. So Cowboys plus 4.5. Took the words right out of my mouth. Cooper Rush, 5-0. and Rams are stinky, stinky. And Cooper Rush is kind of on fire right now. As much as I hate the Cowboys. Just like your Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi. It's the fucking hotel Wi-Fi. <laughs> that was so delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Am I back? Yeah, you're here. Yeah, you're back. Okay. You're I hate now. this hotel Wi-Fi. It's garbage. There's not even fucking free breakfast here. Aww. Stupid. Also, uh, how many games is Cooper Rush? I, th- I, th- I thought he's... Oh, no, he has one. Yeah. He's four. Because they started 0-1. Yeah. They're not 3-1. This is one three games this year one game last year. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. So you you chose the Cowboys, Blaze? Yep, Cowboys. I also have the Cowboys here. It's not because of Cooper Rush, it's because of their defense. They're they're just very, very good. And although the only shortcoming is Sean McVay off a loss is usually pretty solid, and he's beaten the Cowboys. He's three and one against Dallas, but I will go with the the Cowboys on this one. Cowboys don't that's, have to win, yeah, they just have to cover. Point. Brandon, wrap us up with this. I'm also taking the Cowboys. There's just the Rams' offensive line is so 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 bad that I think Michael Parsons just has a field day. And although the Rams, I think, probably still win this game, there's I don't I don't see how they can score enough points to beat the Cowboys by five. Like their their offense is going to be stuck in mud just like they were this week because there's going to be no protection for Matt Stafford. Heard first here. And then our final game, our dearly beloved Cleveland Brownies host the injured and kind of disappointing 
LA Chargers to this point in the season. The Chargers are favored by three points. And Brandon, I'm just going to go right back to you here. Brandon, what are your thoughts? Before the podcast, I said that there's three teams that I'm no longer betting on. Actually, four. Panthers, Browns, Commanders, Rams. And I have the Browns circled. <laughs> but I'm changing. I'm going with the Chargers because I'm just not going to bet on the Browns, man. That defense is poopy. I think Herbert throws for 350 and three touchdowns. Offense can't keep up. Brian? <sighs> I finally got a Browns pick right last week. And it was because I bet on the Falcons. Which I was ironic. The Falcons are usually terrible against the spread. They're 5-0 and this year. Or 4-0 and this year against the spread. It's crazy. The only undefeated team against the spread this year. Um, I will go with the Chargers as well. I don't think we're winning this game. And if we don't win it, we're going to lose by four. Because that's the Browns. Blaze Davis, what is your thoughts? I don't think I've been right about a Browns game this entire year so far. Neither have I. So, Browns. Nice. I am also picking the Cleveland Browns. Um, and not because I've been wrong about every Browns game. I just think that we're going to play a close game. Um, I know that I should be off the bandwagon, but there's just a small part of me. Very, very small part. Very, very small part. That thinks that we can no turn chance. around. There no is chance. a very small chance. There is the slightest of chances. There's never been a smaller chance. I will but there's a say chance. that... And I'm going to take There's the Browns no way we plus have more three. than four wins when Watson comes back. Oh, oh I thought you meant 20. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, I we're already Watson, halfway there. Like, he plays five games, six games for us, six games? Yes. Uh, he's five games. Comes back week 11, game 11. I think he goes three and three and we go seven and ten. Well, this will be one of the games that we win. Um, so that wraps up our pickums. Not really. <laughs> week. Hopefully, hopefully three we washes on this pickums. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, but let's now transition away from NFL and let's talk about my favorite Bad sport, specifically. Colin. Badminton, really. Goodman. <laughs> Shuttlecocks. He just likes it because yeah, of the he likes Shuttlecocks. <laughs> College football has been back for about five weeks now, and there's been some crazy stuff that's happened. Oklahoma and Texas are about to play in the Red River. <laughs> Red River. Red River Rival. River Rival. Red River Rival. Red River Rivalry. And neither Fat of them fire. is ranked for the first time since like. Fat Fryer with Red River Rivalry. Yeah, neither of them is ranked for the first time since like the 80s. It's the only Big 12 matchup that doesn't have a ranked um, team in it, <laughs> which is wild. Yes. Um,. The ACC is kind of mid. Uh, the SEC is once again overrated. Overrated. Um, and then you have Kansas, who's ranked number They're 17 19. or 18, I believe. TCU is 17. 19, whatever. TCU is 17. And they okay. face each other this week. Um, so lots of fun stuff happening here. But let's go to Brandon. Brandon, do you have anything to talk about with the college football season this year? I really just wanted to focus on the Big Ten, because that's what most of the games we watch, the most we pay attention, I would say, for the most part, especially yeah, me, Trevor, and Brian, and actually Blaze, because diehard Wisconsin <laughs> fans. Who yep. fired their coach this past week? Finally. 
He's a, he's a fan for five games. <laughs> and already calling for the coaches. Damn right. Actually, you got it wrong. I was calling for him to be fired two weeks ago. It's only three games. <laughs> when they were 2 one. talking about paul Hurst, have you guys seen the um the big 10 network they like ask all the big 10 coaches like funny questions and record their response and they've been posting on tiktok brian have you no, seen that no i have not yeah i've seen okay it. and you've said it sure. to me so pa- paul christ kills me in every single one of these and it makes me so sad that i'm probably not going to see anymore because his answers are the most emotionless uncharismatic <laughs> answers i've ever seen by anyone in my entire life so last week, the one they posted was like, if somebody made a biography movie about you, who would play you? All the all the coaches were like, Brad Pitt or like Denzel Washington. Like, funny answers. Like, Paul Chris, deadpan, no smirk, goes, they wouldn't make a movie about me. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong now. He got fired. And, and the week before, they asked the coaches what an NFT was. And like, some of the hip coaches actually knew what it was. Um, Jim Harbaugh said, "What's yeah. an NFT?" <laughs> Makes sense. And then Paul, Paul Christ, it was like, "Why would I know what that is?" <laughs> <laughs> like he's he is a he's he was Wisconsin. He is the state of Wisconsin in one person. Yeah. No, well, that's enough about Wisconsin. Anyway, back on topic. The two best teams in the Big Ten, of which everyone thinks is like a universal top five team. Neither of these teams have played anybody yet. Ohio State hasn't played a single team that should challenge them. The, Ohio State's probably the weakest part of their defense this year is their secondary, or at least their cornerbacks. They won't play a team that can actually throw the ball till they play Michigan. Maryland can throw the ball. I know, but it's still Maryland. Uh, I think they're better I mean, than they, can... they use, used to be. I think they're like second tier, or coming up on second tier Big Ten. Okay. Which, I mean, it's, they're not that sure. good, but like, you know, they're with, you know, Michigan State, Minnesota this year, this year, not not last year's state. Like uh, Iowa, I think they're on that level. I see. I see what you're saying. But on the, on the flip side of the coin, Michigan hasn't played anybody. Michigan has not played anybody that could force them to score points. That's true. Like they're, they have not played anybody that's like, you have to keep up with our offense. <clears throat> so expecting that both these teams come and do the rivalry game undefeated, this that game was going to be amazing because they will both have one test at Penn State. Mm-hmm. They have one actual test game, and it will both be the exact same team. So I'm so excited to see how, although we have to wait, that plays out. But Trevor, you before the podcast, you wanted to talk about Georgia and how you don't think they're the second-best team. 
do you think Alabama's the second best team or Ohio State's the second best team? I, well, I think Alabama's probably the best team, and I think Ohio State would be the second best team. Solely because I think our offense is that good. <clears throat> so, I, I don't know. You might disagree with that, but I, I mean, I think our offenses look pretty damn good um, since the Notre Dame game. I mean, we were kind of dealing with that. Smith and Jiglin and Shaw was getting back into it. I know that's not a good excuse, but I just think that we've looked pretty good. I mean, the defense isn't the best thing in the world, but I mean, neither is Alabama's defense or anybody else. I mean, Georgia looks like they have a good defense, but their offense couldn't keep up with Missouri for half the game, and then they were struggling against Kent State. Um, so that that's the main reason that I don't think that Georgia should be the second best team in the country because the past two weeks they haven't looked like it, and it should be a snapshot of what's happening right now. So, now for the college football playoff rankings, sure you look at the overall body of work. But I think that, like, right now, they're not the number two team in the country. <clears throat> and, you, and you think that just, just because the last two weeks? I would say just because of the last two weeks, yes. That would, that would make me move them down. If it was based off the first two weeks, I think Georgia would be the overall consensus number one. I don't think that's a, a disputable. I mean, they throttled Oregon, who's still a top 15 team, and then I don't even know who they face the next week, but they destroyed them. But because of the last two weeks how they've looked. I think they have regressed a little bit, and I don't think that just because they looked good at the first week, they're, they might be a little different now. So, um, I, I do think they're probably the second-best team in the country still. Yeah, they, they haven't looked great in the two games, but, like, I, I think we're, we're judging them on the standard of what they were last year, which was much better than this. I think every team in college football has taken a step back. I don't think there's any team that's near the caliber of Georgia or Bama last year. So the only – just before you continue, because you said we're comparing them to last year. I'm comparing them to week one. Like the last two weeks is not the same team that played week one and absolutely destroyed work. Maybe. That's what I'm comparing it to. So, but we continue. what I'm saying is like – just overall team composition-wise, I still think it's Bama, Georgia, OSU, Michigan. I think all of those teams are closer this year. But I would still give Georgia the benefit of the doubt because they have so much talent. Because they're in the SEC? No. I mean, they'll play better teams. We'll see how they look against actual teams. Yeah, I, I just... None of those four teams have blown me away, and I, I want to see them get pushed. Because, I mean, we saw Alabama get pushed, and when Bryce Young's healthy, he can win you a, a tight game. At late game, Bryce Young has been very, very good so far in his collegiate career. But I, th- I feel like a homer saying this, but I think at peak powers, Ohio State is the best team in college football this year. Maybe. But they have, show- they have shown the ability to get really cute on offense – and if a team plays the same type of offense, the same type of defense that used to play against Mahomes and the Chiefs, where it's just cover two shell, like run the ball against us and throw underneath, Stroud has shown that he gets really, really impatient. And if a good defense does that with a high quality defensive line, where Mine Williams doesn't run for five touchdowns, I think Ohio State is very beatable. But it has to be that exact situation. That's fair. I I I think that we are. A pretty damn good football team. The only thing that's bumming me out about college football this year is 
the whole, I mean, it's always been the SEC bias, but like people are trying to give Georgia passing. It's hard to win it. I think Georgia themselves tried to do that and people weren't having it. Okay. 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 I've seen a lot of people that are like, no, you should kill Missouri. Okay. I was like, I did see a lot of stuff on Twitter about it. So I just wanted to, be like SEC bias. It's, so, it's, it's a thing. It's not hard to win it's at the thing Missouri. In the rankings. AP no, no. voters are terrible. Oh, AP. I, I hate the AP poll. So. I think if all four of I these mean, teams stay undefeated, Bama, OSU, Michigan, Georgia, for the football, the playoff, the playoff rankings, I think it'll be how it was in. Um, no, I was gonna say week one with the you know Bama, Georgia, OSU, oh, Michigan, oh. or or whatever it was. Week two, twenty nineteen, where the where the top like the top three teams in twenty nineteen just kept like rotating. Like we flipped with LSU. It might be like that. You might jump for beating Penn State. Right. I, I I just have a feeling that that's kind of what it's gonna be like. Is like depending on who beats who, how they're looking every week. It's just gonna be a rotation of three I, or four. I really think it would be that, it would be a rotation between Bama and Georgia because Ohio State doesn't play anybody besides Penn State. That would move yeah, them. We don't play anybody for a while. So I think Ohio State and Michigan will stay at 3-4. Maybe Clemson jumps us or something, but I doubt it. I could see Clemson jumping you guys for the playoff rankings just because they've beaten Wake Forest and NC State. and you guys We'll, beat Penn, beat we'll have beaten Penn State, State at that point if we're still at Penn State. State by I, I'm really excited for that game. I don't know how good Penn State is because like, they beat Auburn, but like I don't think Auburn's that good. Auburn's not like, good. Auburn they were not, ranked, they're, they're but it was, good. again, SEC ranking, you know. Yeah, I just – I think Penn State if – Sean, if Sean Clifford wasn't their quarterback, I think they're a top 10 team for sure. How Maybe is he top still, five. like, playing? I feel like he's, like, 30. I don't know. He, he's just so mid. Like He's 30 I, I mean, and he should because be I don't, dead the amount of hits he's taken. He dies every game. He's, these ladies are having a middle. He dies every game. I'm excited to see McCarthy, though. I want McCarthy to play a really good defense. Iowa wasn't that great so I don't of defense, think but it did challenge a little bit. Yeah, but Iowa couldn't that, score. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Blaze, did you have anything to add with college football? We know you're not the biggest college football fan, and your team kind of sucks. Uh, kind of sucks. They are dog trash. We just lost to Illinois. Poo poo garbage. <laughs> it's all. It's, it's hilarious that Burt Bielema was the coach that got Paul Chris fired. <laughs> oh, I saw something. It was like, check out uh, Alabama's assistant coaches Scott Frost and Paul Chris next year. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do some damage. Anyway, Blaze. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I agree. I think Georgia still has the edge on Ohio State. Just, I think, because of the defense. Um, but Ohio State, I 100% has the better offense. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just going to stay that way until the Penn State game and then whenever playoffs happen, like that Michigan game. Honestly, but, like, like honestly, though, could, could you make the argument that Georgia has the best offensive weapon? Brock, With Brock Bowers. Bowers. Brock. I think they might have the best two offensive weapons with Brock Bowers and um, Darnell yeah, Washington. He's he's good, but he's not. They're, they're both just freaks. I think of Brock nature. Bowers is. A, a you think they're both better than any of our receivers? I think Brock Bowers is. I don't know about Washington. I, I think Bowers. Bowers is a more. Dude, Bowers threat. took a seventy-five yard jet sweep handoff for a touchdown. 
That's that's fair. I mean, and he's like six yeah. six. He's six six two fifty. Runs like a four four. So he's going to be like a Kelsey in the NFL. Yeah. And he has another year of college left, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. He's a freak. Yeah. He's insane. But we also we have not seen JSN this year yet. I, I, is JSN going to be really really good? Uh, we don't know. Like, is is Rose Bowl JSN who he really is? We don't know yet. Because like he's not overly fast. He's not overly athletic. He's not overly big. He's just kind of like a like a really I good. Mean, the Rose Bowl. Sl- uh, sl- he's like Michael Thomas, kind of. But like the Rose Bowl than. wasn't the only game that he was good at last year. Like Nebraska, he set the single season reception. I know, but like, does he have record. good enough receivers around him that are veterans like Wilson and Alave that are going to basically open everything up for him? Because Harrison we don't, and Egg we don't uh, are, are good, but like they're not Wilson and Olave good yet. Yet, yet. So we'll see. But yeah, <coughs> Julian Fleming. I say Julian Fleming's fucking good. He, <laughs> Julian Fleming is so good. Ju- Julian Fleming might be healthy for the first time in like four years. <sighs> it's amazing. Which is scary. But um, I with JSN Brian, I agree. I have a feeling that he comes out, he catches the world on fire when he's healthy. Goes into the NFL draft being like a projected top ten pick, and then post combine he ends up being like the elite first round pick, and then everyone regrets it. He's gonna test real mid. Yeah, I think he he could be like a slightly smaller Michael Thomas in the NFL. I think he's Cooper Cup. Maybe. Cooper Cup. Booper bup. I mean, it's hard to compare anybody to the guy that won the Triple Crown last year and had the greatest receiving season of all time. But <laughs> You also have to have the offense helps Cooper Cup because he's the only fucking thing in there. Oh, yeah. Well, the only, he's the only thing that his quarterback sees. <laughs> Bad Stafford's got the blinders on. Since we're talking about the college football, I, I do want to say, what is your – okay, so we – not what are the top four teams in the country. What are the four teams you think are going to make the playoffs? So after everyone faces each other, all the you know championships happen, who would be your four playoff teams? Um, Blaze, let's start with you here. Just name off four teams you think you're going to make the playoffs. Bama. Georgia. Ohio State. Wisconsin, baby. <laughs> That'll be the first three-loss team to make the college football. Damn right. I noticed you forgot all the other Wisconsin-based teams that you had the first time we projected this. <laughs> yeah, no, they've been sucking. <laughs> um, Brian, what would be your playoff uh, teams as of Bama, right now? Georgia, OSU. I think that's probably a wash at this point, unless one of those SEC teams loses. I'm between Clemson and USC. I just don't know which one's going to lose a game. Mm-hmm. I'll go Clemson because I think they're less likely to lose a game. Brandon? I have the exact same four as Brian. I think – I just don't I, – I don't think USC is good enough to go undefeated. I No, I do. Like, I think, the I think the they're Pac-12. good enough to go undefeated. I just don't think – I just think they'll lose a game because – that's Lincoln Riley's MO. They'll lose a game. That they should win. Yeah. They'll lose. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think Michigan's better than Clemson. But it's going to be a real tough year for a one-loss a one non-conference champion to get in. Assuming 
one of Bama and Jordan is an undefeated SEC champion. The other one loses in the championship game. Basically, we just need, and then Ohio we just State's need one of those two teams to lose at some point this year. A game. Yeah. Before yeah. the conference championship. If, if it goes chalk and Ohio State beats Michigan, well, it's going to be a yeah. real tough year for Michigan to get in. Because I... I don't. Where, where's Clemson's loss? They have such an easy schedule. Yeah, since they beat NC State in Wake Forest, they they basically guaranteed themselves already a spot in the ACC championship game because they beat NC State Wake Forest, which is their their division of the of the conference. But I think either we need an SEC one of those top two SEC teams to lose a game in the regular season and lose the SEC championship. Or and then and then your loss yeah. is only to or us. they both lose a game in the regular season and then the the two loss loser of the SEC championship not getting in over a one loss loser in the Big Ten uh, over a one loss loser in the Big Ten yeah did Alabama lose a, they lost to A and M in the regular season last yeah year, right they did okay. but they won the SEC title game <clears throat> right so it didn't so matter. they were in over um, Notre Dame so I'm gonna throw a little wrench in things I'm gonna go Ohio State Alabama Georgia. No particular order. I'm going to go Oklahoma State. He literally named his order. Yeah. I'm going to go Oklahoma State as the fourth team. I think Oklahoma State is going to run the table in the Big 12. They're going to get... Is, what's his name? Spencer. Uggo yeah. Spencer Sanders. Ug- ugly. 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 <laughs> Why is he so ugly? Yeah. I don't trust him either. I think that they're going to make can't it. be an ugly quarterback. It's just... It's the confidence. You don't have it because you're ugly. Nobody is talking about Oklahoma State. They're the seventh ranked team. For good history. reason. He's Nobody ugly as hell. talking about Oklahoma State. <laughs> they, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to show his face on national television. Yeah. <laughs> you want that guy in New York for the Heisman Trophy? Put a paper bag over his head. Jesus Christ. Uh, big mean to but I'm sure that I'm sure that you would dis- some people disagree with that, but that is just my, my – as of right now. I know that Clemson probably will make it, but I think they're going to lose. He is very gorgeous to me. So, anything else before we wrap up today? I know it is a late night. Over- oh, go ahead. Blaze, how's your belly? Oh, it's way better. I fought some demons off in that bad. Trevor, you, Trevor, you've been working out? How's your fitness? My fitness? I'm- fitness dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said it as you were yeah, saying Yeah, I know. It made it better. Well, not when I'm editing. Yes! <laughs> Thank you, Blaze. Anyways, it is late night on the East Coast for you guys. Blaze, this night is still young for you in Colorado. So I'm going to let everyone go about their evenings, and hopefully everyone enjoyed the podcast this week. Have a good week of betting, a good week of watching football, and see you guys. Remember, it's not the players. No, it's not you that sucks at betting. It's just the players suck at points. I'm going to get that on a shirt and wear it to Atlanta. Good times never seem so good.